Hey, how come no red light on the microphone? Zoom this thing in right here. Oh shit, it's recording. Just edit that out. It's day 25. It's also May 30th, 2019. And we're in Ocean Shores, Washington. You ever wake up in the morning and ask yourself, what am I doing? And more importantly, why? Yeah, me too. Hi, my name's Craig, and this is my story. A story about life, life out there. For visuals while listening, search Life Out There on your favorite social media platform or use the links in the podcast description. From Shelton, we would drive the 80 miles or so out to the Washington coast and ocean shores for a night on the beach at Gray's Harbor. A little less impromptu, this stop, because I'd actually been to ocean shores several times throughout the years. But given what I had just learned about where I actually lived, I somehow I knew there would be more. In the old days, a run to Ocean Shores meant little more than some food and drink at the fish shack after a day of beach combing and four-wheeling. Another one of the things I love so much about the Pacific Northwest Coast, beyond the beauty of it, was that there are actually spots where you can drive out onto the beach and explore for miles in both directions, dodging waves, well, assuming you have a four-wheel drive. And I did. My favorite? A 2006 Saab 93 Turbo X Limited Edition. Funnest car ever. But I digress. Driving on the beach? Something I'd never been able to do or had even seen in California or Hawaii. And an all-time favorite? Specific to ocean shores? Was the summer a couple of friends and I hopped on the Harleys, rode the 100 miles out to the coast, ocean shores... To enjoy the weekend at the Hog Wild Ocean Shores Motorcycle Rally. A three-day motorcycle rally, usually around the last weekend in July. It's the largest in western Washington and attracts thousands of bikers and bike lovers from all over the country. For two days, we would grab breakfast, then basically walk or ride all day, checking out the coastline on the bikes, or checking out the biking games, a couple of super fun stunt and drill team shows, the parade, bike shows and award ceremonies, and naturally the beer gardens, and tons of food. We even saw a tattoo contest, and you would be amazed, or at least I was, at what folks will put on their bodies and where they'll put it. Interesting. And all throughout the whole festival, live music everywhere, and even organized bike rides touring the uh, coastal roads, if you'd like. Our last evening was spent at the Quinault Beach Resort and Casino. No gambling. Oh, well, maybe a little. But mainly, we were there for a Jody Messina concert and the fireworks show. The evenings were spent back and forth between the bars and walks along the beach pick any one of several bonfires to sit around, visit with new friends, 
and just enjoy the coast in the Pacific Northwest. So it's, uh, I don't even know, like fulfilling, maybe even reminiscent for me to sit here on a spring night with the sounds of the ocean literally steps away from the RV and read through the history of this area. And as suspected, it's a lot more than a bistro on the beach, a casino, and a motorcycle rally. I'll start with a quote that I enjoyed from the Quinault Nation website. People of the Quinault. We are among a small number of Americans who can walk the same beaches, paddle the same waters, and hunt the same lands our ancestors did centuries ago. The Quinault Indian Nation consists of the Quinault and the Queets tribes, and the descendants of five other coastal tribes, the Kiet, Ho'o, Shehalis, Chinook, and Cowlitz. Our ancestors lived on a major physical and cultural dividing line. Beaches to the south are wide and sandy, while to the north they are rugged and cliff-lined. We shared in the cultures of the people to the south, as well as those to the north. End quote. As for the history of the area, as always, gotta start with a quick ding. Ocean Shores, Washington has a rich history that dates back to the times of Native American tribes and European exploration. The Brown Point Peninsula, where Ocean Shores is located, was used by various local tribes for trading and other purposes before the arrival of the European settlers. The Chinook, Chehalis, and Quinault tribes used the area as well as others to make up the Quinault Indian Nation. The Quinault Reservation was founded in 1855 with the signing of the Treaty of Olympia, also known as the Quinault River Treaty. The reservation covers 208,150 acres. The Quinault Reservation would later be named the Quinault Indian Nation and is headquartered in Tohola, just 30 miles or so up from where we are right now. The area would be discovered in the late 1700s by Captain Robert Gray. Captain Gray was an American merchant sea captain from the East Coast and known for his achievement in connection with the two trading voyages to the northern Pacific coast of North America. These voyages pioneered the American maritime fur trade over the entire region. He sailed into the bay on May 7, 1792 and named the area Bullfinch Harbor. Later, Captain George Vancouver man, that guy got around, renamed the area after Captain Gray, which is why it's now called Gray's Harbor. The first known white settler on the point was Matthew McGee. He settled in the early 1860s. I couldn't find anything about where he came from. Matthew would later sell the southern portion of the peninsula to A.O. Damon to be used as a trading supply center whose dock extended into the Oyhut Channel. After McGee's death, Damon would take over the entire peninsula from McGee and the land was passed along to his grandson, Ralph Menard. Menard used the area as a cattle ranch from 1929 
until he sold to the Ocean Shores Development Corporation in 1960 for a million bucks. At the time, the Washington legislature was considering legalizing some forms of gambling in the area. The Ocean Shores Development Corporation was expecting a huge casino development and gaming boom in general with the passage of the legislation. So they parked a travel trailer in the dunes and began selling lots from a plot map and sight unseen. Prices started at 595 bucks per lot, but as the number of lots increased, so did their prices. Property lots were staked out and numbered only as road construction crews began to lay out the massive road system. <laughs> so, so they were selling plots even before the area had roads. Even though the first roads were only 20 miles in length, the downtown area had mercury vapor lights to show that this was a booming city. In the first year, 25 homes were constructed and their owners had charter membership certificates in the Ocean Shores Community Club. As the development grew, the Ginny Simmons Restaurant and Nightclub brought in the Hollywood set. Ginny Sims was a big band singer and actress at the time. She was also married to Donald Easvold, a former Washington State Attorney General. Huh, connections. These two were among the founders of the coastal resort area. The Ginny Sims restaurant was the second structure built, as a matter of fact. As for the Hollywood connection, the Ginny Sims restaurant and nightclub drew a steady stream of celebrities to the area, and in fact, on opening night, charter planes flew up a whole contingent of Hollywood stars. Over 11,000 spectators showed up in the Bowerman Basin, to catch a glimpse of some famous people. The restaurant was pivotal to the area's development and growth, and it remained in operation until Ginny's death in 1994 when it ceased operation. By December 1960, 25 miles of canals were planned, a six-hole golf course was already drawing players, and the mall shopping area was ready for the 1961 boom. The mall, a hundred motel units, three restaurants, and the airstrip all sprang out of the sandy dunes by 1963. Despite the initial success, the development company would soon fall apart, but the city lived on to become incorporated in 1970 with the moniker Ocean Shores. Today, Ocean Shores is a thriving city known for its beautiful beaches, recreational activities, and special events. The centuries-deep connection with the Native American community lives on as well. This community is extremely active and remains a player in the area's economy and growth, ensuring that they will hold their spot in history as it relates to Ocean Shores and Western Washington. For Doogie, Billy and I, we had a great spot on the beach to enjoy the evening. Spent the better part of the next day exploring the area, long walks on the beach, and taken in the scenery before heading back out to 101 South to... who knows? But I wonder what we'll learn there. Turns out, this thing called life comes with a lot of rules. Maybe it's time to break a few. Because you can. <laughs> no, seriously. You can. <laughs>